Yo, 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 what it do, what it do? Welcome to another episode of Kicking It With Jig. How y'all doing out there, man? You know who I am. It's your boy, John Jig, the one and only. Don't let know anybody else that say they name John Jig. Stop that shit. I'm the one and only. You know, this is Kicking It With Jig, you know, the one and only podcast that I have that shows my, that, you know, expresses my viewpoints on things. And, you know, hopefully what I say can help someone grow physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, somehow, in some way. You know, it's been a journey. Episode 14, going almost about a year now that I've been doing this. So, you know, in this episode, we're going to talk about some things, you know, some physical preferences, you know, some sexual needs and some attractions, things like that. And we're going to get into voids, you know. I don't know if some of y'all know what void, the voids I'm talking about. You know, it's emptiness, that kind of void, you know, physical, emotional, and financial voids. We're going to talk about that. But before I get into that, you already know what I'm about to do. So if you're not driving, if you're able to, bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing, you know, me to come in on this day, on this platform, and share the knowledge and wisdom that you have bestowed upon me. I ask that, you know, anyone listening to this, you know, you open up their hearts and their minds. So they could uh, receive this message mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually. Any way that you allow them to, Heavenly Father, for them to grow and nourish into the flower that you have, you know, created them to be. I ask that you bless everyone's family, Lord, during this hard time. I ask that you continue to, you know, cover them in your shield. You know, bless them with your presence. Let them know that you are there and you're here with them, walking side by side with them through this, you know, through this journey, this hard time that we have, Heavenly Father. I just thank you for all the blessing that you bestowed upon me. And I ask that you continue to just guide me and lead me, Lord. And I ask this all in your son's name, Jesus' name. Amen. So, physical preferences. You know, I'm handling my mother earth right now. This going to be my new thing, you know. I love talking to y'all, and you know, I feel like y'all here with me when I sit here and I handle this earth, I feel like y'all here, where y'all right in the room with me having this conversation, so you know, physical preferences, you know, these are the things that, you know, about that we see about a person that we are attracted to, you know, the, 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 the physicalness, the smile, the height, the body build, the, you know, the tone of the voice. The eyes, the lips, the nose, etc. These are, you know, our physical preferences. And everyone is entitled to their own preference, no matter what. We cannot say, you know, what preference is right, what preference is wrong. As long as you are playing in bounds and you are not out of bounds on your preferences, you are good. And when, you know, I say out of bounds, I mean, you know, the, the age difference, you know, kids and adults, things like that, you know, both ways with men and women, you know, you out here, you got a preference for kids, you bogus, you all the way fucked up, you know, if you a kid and you got a preference for a grown ass person, you fucked up, you bogus, you know, stay in your age range, stay in your age range and, you know, until you become to that point where, you know, now you're an adult legally and now it don't even matter. So, you know, Everybody has, you know, you got some of those people that are attracted to the big people, you know, the heavy sets, 
whether it's male or female. You know, they like the, the Fat Boy Friday pictures. They love them. That's fine and dandy. Ain't no more power to you. You're not wrong for that. In no way, shape, or how. Or form. You're not wrong. You attracted what you're attracted to. You know, you got some people that like the bodybuilders, the muscles. You know, it's all good, you know. The thing that our physical preferences leads to is, like I said, the attraction, you know. You, you know, you always, you want to, just me, me, myself. Any female that I decide to deal with, when I look at her, I want to be like, damn, baby, you sexy. No matter what time of day it is, you could she, we could just be waking up, and I roll over, or I get out the bed and I go see you in the bathroom or in the kitchen and so forth. It's like, damn, girl, you amazing. What, what the fuck? God used a big paintbrush on you when He created you, baby. That's the type of you know attraction that you know I say that we should all seek for, and sometimes that attraction may come in you know not a non-physical way. You may come to a person where, you know, their physical physical look isn't everything. You know, there's there you you attracted to way more other people, but they're emotional. You know, they're they're mental. This is what attracts you, and that's good because at the end of the day, when you build with somebody, this is what it's all supposed to be based off of. It's not supposed to be based off of physical. Physical is the introduction. And the one thing that I hate about the physical preferences is the lies that a motherfucker tell you when you are not in their preference range. I just like, because me, I'm an honest person. So I'm going to let a motherfucker know, nah, baby, you're not my type. And it's not because, you know, she could be too fat or too skinny. It could be either one of those sometimes. Because I like big girls. I like small girls. I like short girls. I like tall girls. I like dark girls. I like light girls. I like them all. It just depends on, you know, how I'm feeling at that moment. Which preference that I'm trying to go for. But the physical preference is the icebreaker and the starter of everything, you know. And this is how you know. This sign right here. Will let you know. No one has given their number to the ugly person that comes up to them and asks for it. You know, if a person finds someone dead ass unattractive and that person tries to get to know them and ask for their number, they always turn them down no. And then if they do give in and they say, yeah, okay, well, we could just be friends, knowing that they have no intentions on really being friends. They just saying that so, you know, a motherfucker could just go ahead and, you know, leave them alone and not fuck with them. That's the shit that irks me because it's like, bro, we ain't got no reason to lie. We adults. Who you who you scared of? You scared somebody gonna whoop your ass if you lie? Uh, you know, if you lie, just tell the truth, bro. Don't be scared of nobody. Tell the truth. You know, and our attraction of our physical preferences that we have that shit rolls over to our sexual needs. 
you know. And it's important that our partner that we are with satisfy our sexual needs to 100%. You know, yes, I understand my body, my choice. I can do it if I don't want to have sex. I don't have to have sex, whatever. That's only cool in my eyes for, you know, twice a week. If, if I'm trying to have sex seven days a week, baby, you only got two days out the week to say you tired and, you know, I'm not, and I'm okay with that. Them other five, if I'm trying to get it cracking, bitch, you better get your ass in the room and toot that thing up and let's get it because you became my partner. You know, you decided to take on every need that I have. You decided that you were going to be the one to satisfy it. So therefore, you know, you if I have these sexual desires and these sexual needs to be satisfied, you got to satisfy them. Unless you okay with me stepping out and having somebody else satisfy them and do the job that you cannot do. And I don't know, you know, I don't know too many people in 2020 who are okay with that. You know, I don't know a lot of people who are okay with talking to their partners and giving their partners a thumb up. And saying, yeah, you can go fuck another person because I don't satisfy you in the bed. You know, your sexual needs, I can't satisfy them. So, yeah, go ahead and, you know, go have sex with another person. I don't know a lot of people like that in 2020. So, I know some, but not a lot. So, you know, if you decide to be with somebody in a relationship, it's your job to satisfy them all the way. You know, and this could talk, and this leads into my topic about voids, you know. For those of you who don't know what a void is, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to tell you right now. Void. Complete emptiness. A complete empty space. Declare that something is not valid or legally binding. That's the other word. That's the other void. That's not the void I'm talking about. I'm talking about the completely empty space sometimes you know we can't be there and we can't fulfill you know all of our partner's needs whether it's physical it's emotional it's mental the spiritual that's on themselves. they need to do that on themselves and figure out that that's not up to us that's not our job to go ahead and you know that's something that they have with a higher energy. But the physical, the financial, and the emotional, it's our job. So, if, if I'm, you know, I can't fill a financial void for, you know, my woman, then I need to, A, step my shit up. And be able to fulfill that void or B, allow her to find someone else to fulfill that void. But I must know what consequences come with this. As a man, you know, I'm not finna, I'm not finna fulfill no one's financial voids if I'm not getting the emotional and the physical aspect from it. Well, I could take the emotional aspect out of it. If I'm not getting that physical void that I need to be fulfilled... I'm not fulfilling anyone's financial void. So, knowing this, if my woman 
needs her financial void filled because I can't do it. I gotta be okay, and I, I and I allow her to go have her void filled by another person. I need to be okay and understand that you know at some point in time that physical may go ahead and come into play. So these are a lot of aspects to think of. You know the emotional, the emotional void. That's where you know a lot of and this a lot of the women when it comes to this whole you know voids because voids cause people to seek things other places which therefore you know we will say in today's society we will call it cheating so for a woman it's different for a man a man it's physical if a man has a physical void that is not being fulfilled he's going to find it somewhere else and you know Majority of the time is going to be somebody that's fucking close because we stupid. Somebody right up under our partner's nose that they know about because we fucking dumb. And we don't, you know, we don't fucking think about it. We just do. A woman, when a woman going to go ahead and step out on her old dude, is because an emotional void is not being fulfilled majority of the time. Into 2020... You know, it's different. You got motherfuckers that's going to step out on their old dude because he can't buy him a Birkin. Bitch, you can't buy you a Birkin. The fuck? So, that's, you know, that's some things that we're going to have, that, that we face in 2020, you know. But a man, really, majority of the time, he steps out on his woman because he has a physical void that needs to be fulfilled. She ain't sucking that rod the right way. She ain't riding it like she used to. You know, she ain't giving it up as often, you know. How the fuck your head hurt for six months, bitch? I got a headache. Bitch, it's been six months. Fuck you mean you got a headache? You better get your ass some motherfucking... No, you know why you got a headache? Because you ain't got none of this dick. That's why you got a headache. That shit. So, you know, when old lady put your dick on the shelf, go ahead, you know, men gonna go ahead and find some... So, lady, remember that. If you out here, you listen to this, and you a female, remember, if you put your nigga dick on the shelf, just know the consequences of that. He may go ahead and find someone else. Not saying that he's right. I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm just simply stating that if you do not satisfy your partner, they will go and find that shit somewhere else. Women are more, you know, they they step out on their old dude because the emotional void is big. You know, you don't share your emotions with me. You don't tell me you love me. You don't show me that you love me and this and that. But ladies, you got to understand. Definitely coming from my ethnic background as a black man, we grew up. In a household where there was not a man, you know, there was a single a single woman who you know raised this household and took care of these kids. So that's you know that's that's a strike against us. We don't have, you know, we 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 never had an example of a man, you know, being emotional, in tune with himself. And being able to, you know, go ahead and express these emotions with his woman. Or, you know, do it do it with his daughter. 
and things like that. You know, we never had that. We've always had the shut that shit up. Ain't no little boy supposed to be crying like that. You supposed to be tough, little nigga. You ain't supposed to be out here crying like a little girl. We've always had that. So, how do you expect us? If this is all that we see, this is all that we know, how do you expect us to, you know, be in tune with our emotions and, you know, share that with you? It's, it's y'all job. Y'all job is to teach us. But then again, like I said, we grow up in a one-parent home. Half of y'all don't even know how to do that your damn self because the woman that raised you was always single by herself, couldn't keep a man because she did not know how to teach a man to love her. She didn't know how to love a man herself. So it's a cycle that we are in. It's a, you know, and until, until we realize it and then we do what we have to do to change it, it's going to be a competitive, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a repetitive cycle over and over and over again. You know, I've always said it from the time that I've been able to understand it at, I'm going to say 16, 17 years old. A woman is supposed to teach a man how to love a woman. And a man is supposed to teach a woman how to love a man. A man is supposed to teach a man how to be a man. And a woman is supposed to teach a woman how to be a woman. Ain't no other way around it. Ain't no vice versa. Because you are not a man nor are you a woman in that situation. I can't teach a woman how to fucking be a woman. Because I'm not a woman. But I'm a man. So I can teach my daughter how to love a man. I can teach my daughter how a man is supposed to love a woman. And vice versa, you know. I can't teach my son how to love a woman. Because I'm, well, yeah, I'm not a woman. A woman has to teach my son that. A woman, you know, if I if I ever have a son and, you know, my wife, she's supposed to teach my, my jit, you know, as a, as, as a young man, how he's supposed to treat a woman. You know, the things that he's supposed to do. You know, to satisfy her on the emotional and the mental level. That physical level, you got to find that shit out on your own. You got to figure it out on your, on your own time, on your own raft, on your own lake. That's what you got to figure out. But my wife can't teach my son how to be a man because she's not a man. Only I can do that. So this is where, you know, the, the stigmas of men and women are messed up because you have a lot of women thinking they could teach a, teach a boy how to be a man. But they're not a man. So, you know, it's, 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 it's fucked up out here. And, you know, that's because political things and, you know, wrongdoings from both ends for men and women have been the norm. That's created a norm of, you know, separate households. You know, you got a man in one house and then you got a woman in another house and the kids travel back and forth. From there, they don't never get to see the live, full in effect of a man and a woman together. That's why so many relationships in today's society are so toxic. It's toxic because we grew up in toxicity. We grew up in fucked up situations where you know love wasn't you know shown the right way. The love was shown in a fucking distorted, fucked up way. So this is what we believe love is, and we have no idea what love is. 
you know, only we only know what love is when it comes. And, you know, not saying that who I'm not the one to say the way that anyone loves someone is right. I'm not saying that the way anyone loves someone is wrong. I just know that the things that I've saw and the things that I've been around, the people I grew up with and the ones that are in my circle and the things that I see in society today of how men and women love each other are totally wrong in my viewpoint, in my opinion. They're wrong. It's not the way it's supposed to happen because, we, like I said, we grew up in times where we didn't have this shit. It's, it, it, it comes down to, you know, communication. And that's where the mental part comes in of, you know, filling these voids. Because when you go ahead and you be able to communicate with your partner and, you know, you be able to see what's on, and not even see, when you be able to hear and you be able to feel what's on your partner's mind, now, therefore, you can communicate better, which is going to cause the rest of your entire, you know, list down the line of, you know, being emotional, you know, being physical and being financial. All these are going to come together and align with each other because it comes with communication. But we have to communicate with another. We can't be afraid to tell our partner our traits. You know, we can't be afraid to say, you know, I grew up in a toxic environment, so I don't know how to love you. I need you to teach me to. Because what I think the way of loving you is cheating on you and, you know, keeping it from you. You know, I, 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 I have some people that I know, and we were having this conversation, and, you know, he and we were talking, and this person came out, the, out, out their mouth and said that, you know, they love the person that, you know, that they're in a relationship with, but... They can't even be honest with that person and let that person know that it's like, I'm the type of person that, you know, I'm going to go. Because because you are fucking, you are not, you know, satisfying me sexually my I, and I have a physical void, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to step out on you and I'm going to fuck with another person. You know, this, so it's like, this is what we believe that, you know... Keeping this a secret is love. Oh, I love you, so I'm not going to tell you that I'm doing something behind your back that when it comes to light, it's going to crush your world. This is what we believe love is. And it's like, no, that's not what love is. You know, we have a fucked up painted picture. Love is being, you know, being able, I feel when you love somebody, you don't, you don't lie to them. You know, you tell them the truth. Even if, even if the truth will hurt their feelings, you find some way to censor it and you find some way to sugar, not, not sugarcoat it, but you, you know, you don't deliver it like a straight fucking right hook, like fucking Nate Robinson got and put their ass to sleep. Bah! Nah, none, none of that. You don't do that. You know, you find a way to be more soft about it and explain all full in like, you know, baby, what you're doing is not, you know, it's not satisfying me. It's not enough. I don't, you know, so it's causing me to, you know, want to seek, you know, that, that's that gratification. And, you know, I, I want to seek that somewhere else. I believe that's what love is talking to your partner and being able to tell them that not, you know, shit, motherfucker don't know ain't gonna hurt her or ain't gonna hurt him. 
they don't know about it. So, but that's a that's a lie because what you don't know does hurt you, and we see that when it in hand when fucking in fucking everyday society, you know, you got a job or you go to school, whatever. If you don't know what the fuck is being told to you. For you to, you know, be able to put it, apply it to your life and apply it to the, you know, the situation at hand, you're going to fail, which therefore hurt you. So that what you don't know don't hurt you with some bullshit. I don't believe in that. You know, so communicate. Communicate with your partner. Let them know that I look, you know, baby, you done got a little bit too, you know, you done put on some pounds and, you know, I don't find that attractive. I know, I look. I know we, I, I know we got two kids, and we do whatever. But like, can you, you know, can you try to do something about all that extra weight that you could? I don't find that attractive in you at all. I'm still, you know, you know, I still, you know, am attracted to you as a person because we have an emotional connection and a mental and all that. But like the physical part, it's getting, you know, it's getting to the point where I'm not attracted to that. This is how you know. You got to communicate. And now, you know, it's you put the ball in your partner's court, whether they're going to accept what you're saying and do something to change it, or they're just going to leave it where it's at. And now, you know, like they say, you make the bed, you got to lay in it. So if, you know, your partner is not satisfying, you know, your needs and they're leaving voids in you, which was going to cause you to do whatever it is you do, whether you leave them and start over, whether you stay with them and step out, you know, whatever the situation may be, it's all on them now because you expressed how you feel about them. You know, you express your concerns and how things aren't happy with you and they aren't up to what you, you know, as a person, because we all have we all have the right to have preferences and everything, and it's our partner's job and responsibility when they become our partner to satisfy every one of those preferences and every one of those needs, no matter what. It's their job. They say when I become your partner, you know, when when a woman becomes, when, when I become a woman's man, whether I'm her boyfriend at the time and we're committed to each other or I'm her husband, it is my job to satisfy her every physical need, satisfy her every emotional need, satisfy every physical need, and satisfy every uh, so emotional, physical, mental, and financial those are my, those are the four needs that are, that is my job to satisfy. Like I said, the spiritual level, that's on her. She got to do that. Get that shit up. Get that shit right with the higher power herself. You know, please don't take what I'm saying, you know, as I'm saying that this is right, you know, and this is not wrong. I'm not saying that my viewpoint is right, nor am I saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that it's my viewpoint. You know, we all have our own viewpoint of every situation from the table that we sit at. I'm just giving you a different one. And maybe, you know, if you want to, you can get up 
and you can walk around to this other side of the table and you can look at it from this viewpoint because maybe the viewpoint of life that you have is distorted and it's cloudy because this is what you were brought up in. You were brought up in an environment where all this is the norm. And, you know, we we not all brought up the same way. We all brought up in different ways, you know. So, I'm just simply giving you, giving you all a different viewpoint on life. You know, I hope you all take it and take whatever I can. Take, take whatever you can and anything that I say, you know, you apply it to your life to help garden you so you can blossom into the big flower that you're supposed to be. And, you know, you can go ahead and let off them good aromas and let off that vibrant, beautiful, that, that beautiful sight. And, you know, when people see you, they just see your aura, they see it glowing and it's all happiness and positivity. This is what my goal is with this. So please don't take anything that I'm saying as right or wrong. Just take it as my viewpoint. I thank y'all that's out here listening, you know, from the day one followers to the new followers, man. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart, man. I love y'all. You know, it's it's times right now. This is the season of family with Thanksgiving just passing and, you know, Christmas coming up. So, man, all y'all loved ones, y'all tap in with them, you know, let them feel your presence, whether it's vocally or it's physically, whatever you can do, let them know that you there, you know, you they still on your mind, you know, you still here for them when you can't be in any way that you can be, you know, because we all here for one another. We've been put on this earth to help each other grow and to help each other prosper to the best things that we could be. So let's all do it for each other, man. Like I said, I thank y'all. I love y'all, man. Y'all be safe out there. Peace.